you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Hey, Ike Taylor and everyone else within the sound of my voice, I want to tell you about a great new podcast. It's called Outside the Box. If you're a maker, an innovator, or even just a consumer who wants to peek behind the curtain, steel, or otherwise, some of the world's greatest organizations, you're going to love it. The latest episode, now available, features former NFL commish Paul Tagliabue, which is the most fun commissioner name to say in history. Tagliabue! talking about the massive innovations both on the field and off that helped football become America's most popular game. He also talks about the opportunities and challenges the leagues faced and uh, the ones that are similar in pro football to all businesses. Check it out along on uh, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, anywhere you get your podcasts. Speaking of podcasts, let's get to the DDFP. Damashek football program available on iTunes and at davedamashek.nfl.com. Now here's your host, Dave Damashek. That's me sniffing the air. It's time to get serious about football. Thanksgiving is nearly upon us. So is Pie Off 6. Hi and hello and welcome to the Dave Damashek football program, everybody. I hope all's well wherever you are. We're ready to roll here. In Studio 66, seated to my immediate left, my main man. 12 years, he wore the number 24 in black and gold. Now he is a star at NFL Media. Watch him on Good Morning Football, the weekend edition with our pal The Wolf and everybody else on that show on Saturday mornings. You watch him on Monday nights after Monday Night Football, doing it, uh, breaking it down with uh, Cole Wright and everybody. It's Ike Taylor. What's the poop, fella? What's up, sir? How are we? Cooling. Cooling. You know what's great news? Before anything else, MVP behind the glass. I don't know if you've arranged a parade yet for me, but at at uh, seven and two, my prediction, Ike, thirteen and three for your Pittsburgh Steelers is looking very realistic. All of a sudden, you predicted thirteen and three. That's right, I did, and I predicted the last five records that they've had in you've a row. On, you've been on the money. Why? Where's my parade? You've MVP? been on the money. I know. So why? So why not? Where I want? I want trombones. Because and we ain't worrying about the record. We need the rings. 
I agree. What's that noise? What is that about? Is that the move along sound? I don't even know what that is, Emma VP. Oh, that's the parade. That's that's not what I'm talking about. That's like about. a little That's baby. not the scale of what I'm looking yeah, for. Yeah, on the scale which your prediction has been good, but that's been doing a regular uh, playoffs, we need the rain. So right. when are you going to predict we're going to get a rain? I'd like to do it right now for you. Right. But I'll tell you what, Ike. There's a team down in Duval County named the Jacksonville Jaguars. Right. Our pal Maurice Jones-Drew. Maurice Jones-Drew and Colleen the Wolf Wolf coming up in just a matter of minutes here with our weekly Q&A. I think, Ike, that that team can win the Super Bowl. I think I it can go to the Super Bowl. Do you agree or no? Disagree. Let me tell you something. Let me give you some reasons. I, I don't need to dip back into it's the 70s. take two minutes, so it'll probably take two minutes for you. All right, I'm not listening. I'm not talking about the 85 Bears or any of that business. Let me just stay in this century. Baltimore Ravens at the turn of the millennium. The ought two Tampa Bay Buccaneers with Sean King and Brad Johnson and all that. The, uh, you know, I mean, I guess you could even make a case for the 05 steal or the 04 Steelers with rookie Roethlisberger, Russell Wilson with a dominant defense, and the 2015 Denver Broncos. Peyton Manning, name brand aside, was the worst starting quarterback in the NFL. They won the Super Bowl. Peyton Manning knew where he was going. Now, he probably couldn't get the ball there, but he knew exactly where the ball (laughs) needed to go. Blake Bortles? Blake doesn't know. Blake trying to get a ball game away. He trying. Did you did you watch the last ball game? I did. Against San Diego? I saw it. He tried to give that ball game away. It's a difference between I'm not mobile enough in Peyton Manning and I'm throwing ducks right now, but I know where to go with the ball because I'm reading coverages and this guy should be open. Lord, help me get the ball there. <laughs> then a guy who's very <laughs> athletic and be like, you know what? The kitchen is hot. I'm going to close my eyes. Somebody please from the Jacksonville Jaguars <laughs> receiving core or tight end in Mercedes catch this ball. It's a big difference. I All right, I hear you. But I will say this. I do like that they get those 15-yard penalties for taunting and everything else and the serious football men say, you can't win in this league playing that way. Well, yes, you can because they keep winning games. So I guess you can, uh, you can win that way. I like the way the Pittsburgh Steelers play. I like the collegial feel. It seems like uh, – with with few exceptions in football, you always hear about this locker room has come together as one. It's a family now. The team when teams get on a roll, they always are talking about that. We're there for each other, right? We always got each other's backs. All that stuff. I feel like that defines the Steelers' defense, even without Joe Hayden. Yeah, the the defense for sure. The offense and Coach Ty Haley, they gotta they gotta get it together. I agree. And is is it for them to beat the Patriots? Because you can say what you want to say. You're looking at the Patriots at the end of the tunnel. I don't care which you you gonna Patriots play them twice. are going to put mid twenties, thirty up on you them right? twice. You're gonna play them right now in the regular season, and you're gonna see them in the playoffs. That's just how the story will end. So you're playing for the Patriots. Right now, the thing is, the defense is playing good. Last year, we was talking about the defense. I don't think the defense played too bad. A high expectation for the offense really wasn't exceeded. This is right when the, the defense side. took off a year ago. Correct. So they ended up very well, especially the second half of the season. Now you see them boys balling right now throughout the whole season in Pittsburgh. But on the offensive side, on Pittsburgh, it starts with Le'Veon Bell. As good as Ben is. As good as A.B. is, as good as of a rookie as Juju Smith-Schuster has been and the talent that Marte has, I think at some point in time you wanted to pass first to run. No, you got to run first to pass. 
the offense is as good as Le'Veon Bell goes. So if you want to rely on the perimeter guys, right now that's not going to cut it because we tried it. We tried it a long time. And if you want to talk about averaging points per game, it, we, we're, we're, low, we're low at the totem pole when you want to talk about points per game. So you want to talk about these points and what we have, it hasn't been shown. Got the talent, hasn't been shown. I agree with that. If your glass is half full, there's a real good chance that this team is about to take off offensively. And I think the Atlanta Falcons' defense is about to take off just to work that See, anything. I think the Atlanta Falcons' offense is about to take off. And don't get me wrong, I think the Pittsburgh Steelers' offense finally is about to take off. I want to show you something real quick. We told uh, Ryan Shazier, we talked to him about what his interception celebration, his touchdown celebration, you encouraged him to make it into just an INT celebration. And here's how he paid it off on Sunday. You have something uh, planned with all the fellas on D? Man, uh, one of the things we was thinking about is uh, like all of us running the tunnel. Then we just link up like we about to take a group picture at the club or something. <laughs> you know, all the people going to be taking yeah. pictures. Oh, that's going to be fire. But Shay, yeah. why y'all don't celebrate after the picks? Like just... Man, we, we, be, we be having stuff, man. You know, but defensive players sometimes, man, when you get a when you get to play, sometimes it's just, just happy, you know. You don't... <laughs> You're an inspiration, Ike Taylor, to the current Pittsburgh Steelers. I still think that they should do the Vontez perfect run off the field, wagging a finger when the game's not over. Why we that, keep talking? Because that would be funny. Giving him credit, like they, if we if we just because it was funny that they did the impression of Jalen Ramsey and uh, AJ. It's Green. coming. It's coming. All right. Well, I hope they, they get 55 too. All right, Ike Taylor. Hey, by the way, coming up on the next podcast on DDFP this week, we're joined by uh, by TJ Carey of the Oakland Raiders. He and Ike uh, talk about the Oakland Raiders, the big game coming up against the New England Patriots. It really is good stuff. Like you spared no feelings there. We already recorded. In case you're confused, I wasn't disrespectful. You were not disrespectful. Okay. No, you were helpful. You critiqued him, you know? Gotcha. You understand what I mean. I see what you mean. All right, here we go. Let's get to the Q&A with Maurice and the Wolf. You listen to Dave Thanks, Dave. Now I'm back here in Studio 66. I lied a little bit. The Wolf is not here just yet. She'll be along momentarily for the Q&A, but uh, so what? Because seated to my immediate left now, replacing his pal, number 24, Ike Taylor, all the way from uh, the East Bay to Jacksonville, then back to the East Bay, then down the one. Yeah, it's the one. Yeah, no. so I should know that. One. Yeah, you take the one to get down here to, from uh, five. the five. Yeah. That's what they call. What do they call that? The grapevine? Yeah. No, you it's take the scenic route. Friend. The 101. The one? No, the one. Not the 101. You the take one, the one to the, get down here. You can't take the one because the one, there was a, 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 a mudslide that took half of the one out. So now – if you do go that way, you have to hop back on the 101 for a little bit and then get back over onto it. So you might as well just take the 101 and get a little bit of the scenic route. Thus ends this uh, this improvised episode of the Californians from Saturday Night Live. Now let's kibitz about the game of pro football with our pal Maurice Jones-Drew. Straight out of Oakland, that's where he's born and grown. Drafted by the Jaguar, addicted to the that's enough. I like that you're addicted to the end zone. You admit your issues and you tackle them head on. That's the first thing you have to do. That's right. Yeah. In you, order to get over it. That's right. You've taught us a lot about uh, the right frame of mind for the game of football and the game of life, haven't you, Maurice? You know, I, I actually learned more about the game of life here because football well, was my life. Yeah. Once I, you know, 
this is this is integrating you back in the in the regular so, citizenship. Uh, a couple weeks ago, my guy Zach was in the hospital. And we were talking, and he was kind of talking about retirement and all these things. And I was like, Zach, you know, you can still play though. It's not like you can't play. It's not like you like once you rehab all the way back, you'll still be able to go out on the field and, and make magic. I said, but let me tell you something. Once you retire, there's a whole new world out there that you don't know anything about. So you like it retirement oh yeah a couple years i get 24 hours to really like expand my mind like we're gonna do a you know we're gonna go on i'm gonna go on twitter today and send out a book club thing i know we did that last week Mm want to see want to kind of see people's minds get a book club going uh get to watch tv and it's not always sports get to be dad finally for a little bit Czech Republic uh, weighed in. They've offered up some. Uh, well, well, we, we could do that. We could take a. You know, we could. I'll read that. a book. I'll probably listen to it. Actually, yeah. Does it mean a chapter a week? Okay. I mean, that, that's pretty simple. We should settle on. I don't know about do I want fiction, biography. Do we want to go self help? Like, what do you? What do you want to do? Not self help. I don't know. That's not for me. Unless you write it. If you write a self help, I actually book, am writing a book right now. Is that true? I'm, I'm, oh, I wrote one, but I'm just. Re- I, I wrote it like a couple years ago. No way. I swear about self help. Yep. Know your worth. That's what this book's called. And, it's, and it teaches you. It, 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 so somebody like me, I could read it. No, I just, it or just, Ryan Bartlett behind yeah. the glass could read it, and next year he could be an NFL running back? No, 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 no. It's more about some of the things that I went through in life, uh, everyday things, and then kind of how I handled it, and then how I learned as I've gotten older how I should have handled it. You well, know? let me tell you something. We had in here, um, we already recorded it, and yet we're not gonna we're not going to play it for you until – the second podcast of the week coming up on uh, on Thursday. Look for that. Matter of fact, why don't you just go ahead and uh, subscribe on iTunes now so you don't miss it. We had uh, TJ Carey of the Oakland Raiders. He also went to your high school. He did. He did. I asked him, is uh, Maurice a legend there? He said, oh, yeah, pictures all over the place. <laughs> uh, and he crazy. mentioned your teacher who still has your photograph hanging. Yeah, that's uh, Miss Sarver. Sarver, she, that's right. She wants us to call us Linda. She goes, call me Linda. I was like, I can't. No, nah, nah, you know, can't Miss Sarver has always been good, but – See the funny thing about TJ, I didn't even know TJ was around. I used to hang out with his older brother, but he never—I never saw him before, because uh, they always used to keep him in the house. So I used to hang out with his older brother all the time, and then finally <laughs> I go him to the, the house. Yeah, it's funny. I go to the, I go to the Raiders. They draft him, and uh, the school goes, "Yo, you guys just drafted a Spartan." I go, "Who?" They go, "Carry." I go, "TJ Carry." I was like, "His brother is his brother named Eric?" And they're like, "Yeah," and I was like, "So I called Eric. Like, you got a brother named TJ?" Hey, well, he says you've been nothing but uh, oh yeah, I mean helpful and uh, giving him some great advice on being a pro football player and all that. Just try to, you know, my my last year in Oakland, I was there to be a teacher for the most part. I tried to end it on a high note, but I felt like off the field was higher than it was on the field. Obviously, who did that for you, Fred Taylor? Oh yeah, Fred Taylor. There was a ton of guys that did it. Byron Leftwich. I mean, there was a lot of guys that kind of took me in. I just tried to give uh, TJ a little bit of what life is like after. I know he's uh, he, he did broadcast. I don't want to say he did communications in college. So I was like, well, if you like broadcast, you should try it out. Like now. Mm-hmm. You're year one. You should go do things That's now right. and start to do little things and figure it out. And so he, he came here, and he's been to other places, and he's doing some things, and it's nice. And he, and he he's a great, uh, like, a uh, public speaker too, great public speaker. Yeah, really. Yeah, he, he, was, uh, he was really great. Um, Ike also – Spares no feelings or no. any critique. He told that he's. I, we were talking about the Raiders against the Patriots and the largesse of this game for the Raiders. And I told him basically what's wrong with the Raiders defense. So make sure you check that out. <laughs> you know, I'll tell you, Maurice, what is it like? Because I've talked, I, I remember in the first year or two that I was working here at the NFL and I was at the Combine. 
in Indianapolis and down on the field and having a catch with uh, with Michael Irvin of all people, which was uh, which was a surreal experience. And at some point, he jokingly I threw it to him in the empty stadium and he caught it in the corner of the end zone and he turned to the non-existent crowd and held his arms out like he used to do. And uh, I said to him, uh, "Do you miss that? Do you, do you miss getting to do that?" And you know, Michael Irvin's, uh, you know, his his history is uh, pretty well known, and uh, so we know he's had some fun in his life. No and, question. And and he said, uh, "I'll tell you, I've had a lot. Of, I've I've had my good times, but there's nothing like seventy five thousand people cheering for you." Is that? Do you miss yeah. that at least? I I think what I miss more is Sundays. Just the like that that to me is the fun part of the the game when. You know, uh, I was such a student of the game and, and football, like, consumed my life so much that I was a horrible dad, right? A horrible husband, horrible son, because all I cared about was being the best. Like, that, I used to tell, I, I told my wife this. I was like, I feel like you're my mistress and football's with my wife. And I'm cheating on it <laughs> when I'm with you, right? But but that's how I, that's how I felt. Kind of flattering that. for her in well, a she way. Under, she understood that, right. though. And, and so she allowed me to, you know, do kind of get done what I wanted to get done and then that's why when I retired, I was like, I'm good now. Like, I, I gave football everything I had. There was nothing I can – there was nothing like I still have more left. Like, no, I, I gave it everything. So, uh, yeah, there, when you score a touchdown – see, I prefer people to boo you, right? I, I remember uh, – I agree with that. I think it was – I've attributed it to Reggie Jackson before, but I think that, that kind of thing is recognizing that John Madden is the one who I believe told the Raiders this when they would get booed everywhere. If, they, if they're not booing you, they don't know who you are. Yeah, they don't respect you. And so I remember going to the second Giants-Patriots Super Bowl in Indianapolis, and uh, I, was with, uh, the Re- I was with the Reebok at the time, and the rep had got us tickets to the Pacers game. And they were, I think they were playing – one of my boys was uh, either on the Pacers or they were playing one of the guys I went to college with at UCLA. So – uh, I was like, let's go. So we had tickets, and we go, and they show me on the Jumbotron, and everyone booed. And I was like, I was a little offended at first. And he tapped me, he goes, that's called respect. A- absolutely. I said, Division you know foe? I said, you know what, you're right. And I, and I appreciate that. Like, that to me is more than anything. Going to someone else's house and score touchdowns and get booed and people talk trash. I mean, I, you always want the love. But to make people feel sad, mm-hmm. I'd like to think I'd like to think that uh, if your face were shown in Heinz Field, you'd also get booed lustily, and, and as I should mm-hmm. for that for one year or two years. Well, those two games two in games. the span of yeah. about whatever two or four weeks, yeah, it was you crazy. came in and did the same thing. That was that wasn't cool. But all right, you know what? I want to talk to you about your Jags. But first, let's react to the last game we saw Monday Night Football. Yeah. The Dolphins have 40 put on them in two out of three games, all three losses. I think no more prime time for Adam Gase uh, in 2018. I don't know. Maybe they'll get back there, but uh, that season's lost. The Panthers, meantime, sit at 7-3. and three. This, is a, this is not a bad team. And to me, it's not coincidental that what I've been saying all year long, all the Christian McCaffrey, oh, at this point in Cam's career, they, they can't let him run around anymore. They've got to find a feature back who can take the load off and all that and it seems to me somewhere along the way after a you know they they went into Foxborough and beat the Patriots but they've been uneven at best and Cam specifically is the guy who's been knocked a lot right. as we I mean we've been talking about this for three four years it's now. crazy it's crazy the lack of respect that the world has for Cam Newton who is one of the most distinct great talents in my lifetime well, well this is my issue you draft this player because he what he was able to do with the ball in his hands, you know, running the read option, you know, being six five, two fifty, or however big he is, 
running the way. Biggest he guy on the field, as big as always, anybody out there. Always the always biggest said. guy on the field. Mm-hmm. Runs the way he runs. When You know once he gets running, he can throw the ball with the best of them. We saw that. Um, and you try to take that away. You make him a pocket pass. I get it because you get, have. I don't get it. I don't. Well, because of the invest. I, it no, makes be, sense. But in, he's in, different in, than RG3. Right. He's different than um, Colin Kaepernick. He's different than these Tyrod Taylor. He's Because he's bigger than the linebackers that are trying to tackle him. Mm. Right? There's only, only players that are bigger than him that are the D-tackles. And there, re- and we saw last night. One of them tried to go get him. And he ran. Yeah, but wait. I the, here's where here's the Rob Gronkowski, uh, Mark Bavaro, Shaquille. Well, Shaq's not a great because uh, it's not as physical a sport. But the guy who is well, here's a good one. Mario Lemieux, my favorite uh, athlete of all time. <laughs> the when you're the big Eric Lindros, when you're the big guy, it doesn't make it. It seems um, counterintuitive that the biggest guy. Well, he won't get hurt. He's just hurting everybody else. But you just take constant blows and trying to knock you down. Well, and- what Cam does, he's smart. He's smarter than Joe Flacco, where we saw last night TJ McDonald tried to end him. He came in, and, and Cam got down early and slid, and they got to barking at each other a little bit. Cam Cam's not going to take unnecessary hits unless he has to. And those hits come inside the red zone when every quarterback is taught. When you're inside the 20 and you take off a run, you try to score. Right, so you go and you see Josh McCown diving over. You see all these guys reaching over. That's taught to every quarterback. So that's when he takes his chances. Any other one on the field, he's smart. He slides. He gets out of bounds. Right on the on the big fake they did it, it was like a third and one. He faked the ball and was running full speed. And the guy ran up on him. Cam, you know the old Cam probably would have tried to stiff arm him and score. He ran out of bounds. He knows in his mind. He knows like I have to take care of my body in order for us to win. So I think there are times when he'll be able to do that. And he's smart about it. He showed his speed and his agility. Uh, going on that 69-yard run, one. And then there's another time where he ran and he, he hopped out of bounds. Another time he slid. And there's other times where he's going to drop, drop his shoulder on the goal line and score a touchdown. That's what he has to do. Well, like I say, he's one of the most distinct talents pro football has seen in my lifetime. And for better or worse, you have to cut him loose. You must take the risk that he might get hurt. He, and I hear what you're saying, but – all right, so listen, uh, he, he does he, – he's done for the year. He Listen, he got beaten up last year. This is what you must uh, – better work. That's how you have to play Cam Newton. He is You cannot transform him into Peyton Manning. I don't – there was a reporter. And a pocket passer with uh, lethal accuracy. That's not his game. No, there's a reporter last night. I remember – I just remember hearing it saying, like, Cam t- went to Ron Rivera and was like, let me be me. Mm-hmm. Don't let me let me let me be me so we can win. And I, at first I was thinking, like, was he saying let me have fun on the field or is it let me, you know, be boisterous or no, he was saying, let me run this rock because mm-hmm. I'm the best runner we have. Well, and by the way, that makes Christian McCaffrey more effective. Jonathan you- Stewart all of a sudden starts breaking big runs. Then your passing game opens up because now everyone's loading the box. He makes everything go. It's similar to Le'Veon Bell. When Le'Veon Bell gets going, guess what? Guess what happens to the Pittsburgh mm-hmm. Steelers? Mm-hmm. That's I- right. It doesn't matter if A.B. can do his thing all he wants, but the team will struggle. We've seen that when Le'Veon's not playing well. I love the way, you know, it's interesting because uh, in college football when I was growing up, regions defined um, style. Right. And and, and now everybody just plays the spread in college, basically, most, pretty much. M- most. And in the NFL now, you see these different looks. And the Panthers are doing I – love, I love seeing that uh, that triple option. They literally run a triple option where they put it in the, in the uh, Stewart's belly yeah. and, and then uh, – McCaffrey uh, swinging out. Right, and Cam, and Cam rolls with him and can pitch it or, uh, or turn it upfield. I mean, that's, that's hard for an NFL defense to stop. And by the way, they're faster out 
out there, but the hash marks are closer yeah. in than they are, so that gives you more room if you're Cam Newton and Christian McCaffrey well, to make your hay on the outside. So, and uh, I was coaching high school football two years ago for my high school, and um, we were playing running quarterbacks. And I told the coach, I was like, Coach, why? If the quarterback wants to run, just treat him like a running back. It's simple, you know. And, and I, I had to take him back, and we had to go watch tape. And we and on my phone, I went on YouTube, and I found the Ravens Niners Super Bowl. And uh, that year, the Niners had been killing everybody with mm-hmm. the lead option. And and Terrell Suggs did – remember, because the next year he got in trouble for it. I remember this exactly he because I Colin, asked Suggs about this. He hit Colin Kaepernick every time he went to the read option. Yep. And they pulled it out of the playbook because guess what? You're putting your quarterback in harm's way. It's funny to me that that's how you stop it is you smack the QB and break his will from doing it. Well, that's you, right. You though. don't break his will. You, the, the head coach is like, well, I can't get this dude hurt. And so – he then he does it when Chip Kelly brings it to Philadelphia. Remember they were like, "Oh, he's I a remember. dirty player." No, 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 no. I thought it was bogus. What do you hit? What do you hit, Sam Bradford? No, That's August. what. Well, he's trying to run. Right I know, but it's all so August. so. What he happens cares. if Sam Sam Bradford breaks a, a fifty? You're going to get yelled at in minis. No, and so what happens is you eliminate that read option by hitting the quarterback every time. Yeah, he may hand it off, but guess what? Every time he gets in that thing, he's going to be thinking about me just running into his Boy, legs. One of the great – that is, I don't know why. people it, When people do their lists and they're upcoming in about six, eight weeks from now, everybody's going to oh, the greatest Super Bowls of all time. People always forget that one. That was such a great game. And, well, by the way – It soon, really wasn't. No, remember, it was. Remember, someone was getting blown out until the lights went off. All right. Well, that makes it intriguing. And then when the lights do come back on, Haloti Nada goes out, and then they do go back to that option, and uh, Colin Kaepernick starts to torch them. He starts hitting Vernon Davis. What a great game. Anyway, let's – the Panthers – one more question about uh, them, and then let's talk uh, about the jigs here. The Panthers, are they relevant, or is this a weird, fraudulent 7-3 and in your book? No, they're relevant. You think they can go to a Super Bowl this year? I think the way they're How about the are, Super Bowl? I think they're the way their defense is playing, they can do it. Because what mm. happens is and I was we were talking last night, I was talking with Mike Robinson last night, and he was like, I like a quarterback that's just even. I just need to know what I'm getting. And I'm like, No, no, no. I like a quarterback that's give me some real high highs. Mm. It's my job to keep him up there, keep his play up here. But then every now and then he gonna he gonna dip. And it's my job as a coach. I, I love the challenge to have players that are emotional and play with their emotions on their sleeve. Because if I can keep you up here, I can get 15-1 and one in an MVP, right? But then if you're down here and I'm not doing my job, then we, we're, we're down. That's on me as a coach. So I love the challenge yeah. to get a player like this. Anyone that comes like this, yeah, you're going to be fine. But that's all you're going to get. I get yes. it. I get I, I get that. It's, it's the old gunslinger versus uh, field gen, you know, uh, yeah. game manager uh, debate. I need, you know, I, need, I always I need me an em, I need me an emotional guy. Speaking of gunslinger, that's, you know, Cut Cam loose, whatever happens, however it turns out, you got to let him play his kind of ball. I don't know how you integrate this, but to go back to uh, Ike, uh, of course, weighed in on the Steelers, I think that they need to do that as well. I don't know how you integrate um, letting seven run around some and, and extend plays, but these this, uh, you know, get the ball out of your hands quick, method it's not I mean people are people are scratching their heads what's wrong with Roethlisberger I think it's that I think I think he's the kind of guy I mean we we know that that's what kind of guy he is he's better when he's running away from some stuff he made a couple of special plays in the game-winning drive against the Colts a bum Colts team but nevertheless he ran away from pressure held onto the ball a little bit longer and then finds he makes those playground plays in Antonio Brown and Levy and Bell and used to doing I think they, I don't know how you make that happen, but that's what they need to do. All right, the Jags. Now let's talk about this because I said to Ike, and he quickly shot this down. 
What are you laughing at? I winked in the camera and they turned it off. (laughs) (laughs) You broke it. Um, I said this to Ike, and he, and he, uh, he, he didn't think that this was true. I say the 2017 Jacksonville Jaguars can, I didn't say they will, but I think they legitimately have a shot at going to the Super Bowl. I, I, I believe it. How many teams do we see go to the Super Bowl with a running game and defense? It's important to note. I also think the Minnesota Vikings can't go to, or I, I don't, may, I don't know, can't go to the. It doesn't end with Case Keenum holding the Lombardi. There, the season does not end. So it holds with Blake Bortles holding it. Well, it or is it Leonard Fournette that is holding Lombardi? It, it's more likely that the Vikings, by a whisker, but still, it's a little more likely that you could see Teddy Bridgewater holding the, the Lombardi. Uh, this is what Case Keenum is Case Keenum is a backup quarterback. He cannot just he, – he is not going to go 16 – or not 16 games, whatever he's – what's it been, 13 games or so, 12, 13 games. He's not going to do that, then win the playoff games to get to the Super Bowl, and then win – he's just not – and, and here's the difference. I, I can't say I don't – I don't know if he can or he can't. What I can say I do. That the NFC, the one thing about the NFC that the AFC doesn't have is they have potent offenses in the NFC. Mm. You look at it, I mean, you're talking about the Rams, the Saints, who don't even throw the ball anymore and scoring 47 points. I mean, some of the bigger point spreads are coming from the NFC. Hold on a second. The Patriots, the Steelers are are, the St- uh, when's the, when's the are Steelers a sleeping giant. They haven't, I feel. they haven't scored 40. No, you're right. But, okay, but the, the Patriots, but the Patriots, the Patriots did it just recently. But, look, Carolina's done it. I mean, so it's gonna you're gonna have to get into a situation where you're gonna have to shoot out. The same way that the Vikings beat the Redskins, right? It was a shootout. 30, 30 to thirty seven or whatever it might have been, thirty to thirty eight. You're gonna have to score points and consistently can Case Keenum do it? And that's the question. I don't know if he can consistently nah, do I it. I mean, listen, is he but gonna, he does it, have weapons out there though? I get it. Yes, he does. That's true. Um they, but but the difference is, and how can how can the same person say the twenty seventeen Jags can because go to the Super Bowl but this, but the Vikings because it's the because here's the difference, the, and it really does make a difference. The Jags are dominant on the level, getting pretty close to the 2000 Ravens, to the 02 Bucks, to the 2015 Broncos, the Vikings with Mike Zimmer. Everybody loves to talk about it. That defense is great, legitimately. They're good. They're really good. But they are not dominant. Turn you over. Take it to the house. No. We don't need to give it to you, offense. We're just going to house this one for you. And, and so I think that's where for me. And we, you know, if the Jags don't turn the ball over, mm-hmm. which is it's hard to do in this league because sometimes you have a quarterback that tries to do too much, starts to believe the hype, turns it over. But when you have a dominant defense, the way they're playing, they can shut down anybody. I mean, it, it gets to the point where you're just surprised right. teams are scoring on them. Like, wow, really? That happened? And the way the Chargers scored, it wasn't Keenan Allen. It wasn't Travis Benjamin. It wasn't uh, anyone. It was their backup running back running routes on the linebacker who got picked twice mm-hmm. on routes, right? So literally you have to devise and scheme to a guy that you, you don't even know is going to be able to make plays because they're shutting everyone else down. I know, I, and I get a lot of pushback on social media when I say the Jags can go to the Super Bowl and uh, – and I say, well, listen, you know, Trent Dilfer went there, and and uh, Joe Flacco went. Let, let's let's be honest. I know, but I but I have a I I'm, I have a working um, investigation, and uh, I don't know if I'm uh, able to discuss it here publicly right now because it's an ongoing investigation. But I do believe 
with a decade's worth of evidence, I think for one month the Ravens somehow got somebody in the Flacco's uniform, an impersonator. No question. I don't know who it was or what was what the what what the motivation was to do it, but somehow they they put somebody who wasn't Flacco and claimed it was Flacco. Because how else do you explain the performance? You because can't. on either that outlier performance does not me- measure up with what happened before or since in the regular season before, eh. Mm. Right, and then all of a sudden the playoffs started. He, he, well, I, I'll say this: he had one play that defined everything. It was in Denver. He threw the hail mary, and the ball goes over the kid's head. Mm-hmm. Right, and then that changed everything. Then they're like, "We got a chance. We got a chance." But still, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know how that like. I just he goes into Foxborough and wins. He he beats a great 49ers defense in the Super Bowl. You expect me? To believe that's the same guy as the one who I see throwing the interceptions, those terrible balls in 2017. Come on. I wasn't born yesterday. Me either. Who's this? Look who it is, everybody. Colleen. (laughs) So happy to be here. She's wearing velvet. She's wearing crushed velvet. It it must be nice. All other football (laughs) show hosts are crushed by the immense talent. The, uh, the hard-charging star of Good Morning Football, the weekend edition of Power Rangers and beyond. Huh? She sits in first place. Everything's coming up. Woof. A Philly girl from the very start. You know Rocky Balboa in the Museum of Art. All right, it's enough. It's enough. We don't, Every I mean, time. It's enough. We, we pumped like her up enough. Here she is. I like Holly. Hi, hi, hi. How are you, the wolf? I'm great. What's up? My asthma's bothering me a little bit, but great. other than that, I'm yeah, good. I don't, I don't yeah. have makeup on today, so we're all going through something. I never you know, it's tough. It's a struggle. Um, the Wolf, great yeah. stuff. Good morning, football. Doing gangbusters, I understand, in the ratings. Thanks. It is. How crazy is that? It's Everybody tell your friends and watch it. It's fun. Yeah. I, like, I, it's a really great show, yeah. I'm available. If you, I mean, I know you had Maurice in. He, just come with me. I know Ike shows up like three, four times a month, too. He does. Put Shaq in the suitcase? Yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I'm going to put you through, like, the security. I don't, I don't check bags, so you're going to have to be carried. I like to do stuff. On the weekends, I mean, I'm free. I'm active, you know. Yeah, you got to be. I mean, so let me know. <laughs> anyway, the wolf. So what we're talking, <laughs> we're ta- what we're talking about is, by the way, in the meantime, on the bye, your Eagles more or less cinched the NFC East. Yeah, it, how about that? It's all but a wrap on that division. It's right? great. Every single team lost in the NFC East. We're talking about this though. The Minnesota Vikings, the Carolina Panthers, everybody calls the Eagles the best team. Do you think, um, first of all, that the Vikings and the Panthers are scary teams? The the Panthers, before last night, I was still a little skeptical of them, but also it's like the Dolphins looked so bad. you got to so- beat them like that, though. I know, exactly. So I'm like, okay, I feel a little bit better. Their defense, I knew all along, that's amazing. I mean, they're, they're number one ranked. They look great, especially with Luke Kuechly back. Um, and I think, yeah, now that they, for some reason, it just works, getting rid of Kelvin Benjamin. I mean, they, all they wanted to do was focus on speed with Funches and get uh, Curtis but Samuel Funches involved. fast, though. I mean, He's not, but they looked faster last night. 
I, I just feel like they let they let Cam be Cam finally. That's yeah. Right. That's right. We just talked about it. You just let Cam be Cam because before they were. Trying and that's to make part of the speed element too, because yeah. of him running. I mean, right. he looked so quick. He did. Great, uh, by the way, great X and O breakdown by Ike Taylor. We do him every week here in Studio sixty six, and he focused in on the Saints' run attack. Oh, uh, addition it. by Man. subtraction, shipping off Adrian Peterson and uh, Kamara and Mark Ingram thriving now. And uh, Ike did a nifty little breakdown on what of what exactly. They're doing so. Look for that on social media. Should we just get to? Are the Saints I, I, the biggest threat to you, though? I, I gotta, the Wolf is that who you scare this. the most? Yeah, talk about the Saints. Yeah, Shaq. yeah. Let me the, say it the this: Saints way. are for Let's sure. Let's say it this: Are way. you kidding me? No. You, no, or the Rams. The Rams. The Rams. The Rams and come, the Saints. You gotta come to L.A. and see these boys. December thirteenth. Are you gonna be there? I, I I'm gonna see. Let's what all. Ta- go. What time is that game? It, it may be flexed. It may be. If it's flexed, I'm going. Ooh. I, you know what? Popping on a 12 o'clock Is that the same week that the Steelers are playing the Patriots? That could be two massive games. Whoa. Seating. We'll I'll, see I'll about just that. tell you this. The Rams, oh. watching them play, like, I was down early on. I was I was literally upset. Like, the six yards in the first quarter? Like, what's going on? Yeah. You know, this isn't the team that we're used to, and the Texans did a great job of jumping on them and kind of putting them in a situation they haven't been in a while with a little adversity. That's right. Uh, you're playing from behind. And then one play. That's all it took. Let me ask you this, the Wolf. Think about it in these terms. Okay. You have the number one seed. You're in the title game. What team do you most fear coming into Philly? Hmm, coming into Philly? I I mean, you know what? I guess it is the Rams. No. Well, I don't know because the Rams haven't played in the cold yet. Could be the Seahawks. But I, but I also am like. Could be the Rams. I've been looking at the different teams that the, Bill, the um, Saints have one against and the different quarterbacks that they played leading up to this past week. And it's like they had Jameis Winston hurt. They had Brett Hundley. They had Cam when he was just coming off of the shoulder. And he that was before he went up to New England and beat them. I mean, he had Mitch Trubisky. They had Mitch Trubisky. It was just a lot of different quarterbacks that weren't really a threat. So beat Tyrod up pretty bad. Then that came. But who's so? All right. So who's scared? The Vikings are coming to Philly. Is that that scary to you? Yeah. The Vikings scare me. The Saints, the Saints. Who do you want? Defense. You get the so who? Who's the one? Who do oh, I no. want? Who would I want out of these teams in the mix? The Seahawks. You don't want them coming in. No, but they're banged up now too. All right, but they're still going to the postseason. How about this? Are they the other way? I think they bringing still in get Byron they Maxwell. Still, remember, they still got to play Philly. They still got. They have a. You, tough, might, you know what? You know who's the tough, other one? They have to pay, play a lot of tough. Let games. me tell you one more. Who's who has been a a dormant uh, threat? So far this season, and I mentioned this to Ike, and I'm going to mention it to you now: the Atlanta Falcons. They have been dormant. That's right. That defense. Yeah. That defense. Talk about speed. You might get three uh, teams from the NFC South going to the postseason. That's crazy. The team I would not want the Eagles to face is the Vikings for sure. Really? Wouldn't? Yeah. The defense scares me too much. Case Keenum. Yeah, but he's been playing well. I try to tell people that. I said it on Power. Yeah. They were like, Drew Brees better than Case Ke- or Case Keenum better than Drew Brees? Yes. Look at the stats. Case Keenum, he's, he's not playing. a sexy name, but he's having a really hot year. Like, he, remember when Ryan Fitzpatrick name, did it? The name is pretty sexy. In, like, right. 2015? Guy, yeah. Remember when Nick Foles did it? I mean, you have these, like, random guys that but will Nick, all of a sudden just have a crazy year. But Nick Foles didn't win the Super Bowl. He didn't. And neither will But Case he also Keenum. didn't have the pieces that the Vikings have. He didn't Adam, have that defense. Adam Thielen and Stephon Diggs were taking turns whooping Josh Norman this weekend. They might be the best wide receiver duo in the league. And Adam Thielen doesn't get any love. Any uh-uh. love. Best receiver duo in the league. Like right now. More than half. Production-wise. Well, it's either well, that or the Rams have some guys. 
Yeah, the Eagles aren't bad. The Steelers talk. I mean, listen, it's Juju. Only Juju, yeah, he's no, no. Yeah. Juju won that game, but he was the MVP of the Steelers' offense in Indy. He made some big time uh, catches and plays. All right, you know what? Let's get to it okay. here. The weekly Q and A. It's oh, time still for doing the Q and A. Here we go. What do you down. say? It's gonna be a great day. It is yeah. time for the Q and A. Why don't you like that better, the Wolf? That's a fun little ditty. Well, I like up. I like when you chime in. We I don't I don't re- enjoy the sound of my own voice. That was like rapping. Lot, that was like you and me doing our version of a rap. A yeah, lot of people I don't. guess that is our rap. We're rappers. Gotta talk now. about this real quick. Why don't women like the tone of their like their voice? I hear people say, "I don't like my voice." Well, you've been hearing this your whole life. Like that's what it is. Well, I, I yeah. no, I I think it's quite stunning the first time you hear your voice on on tape. It's uh, it sounds different. Yeah, li- it I mean, I don't know very many people who do like their voice once they hear it for the first time. Like, oh, that's what I sound like to the world. But on the other hand, <clears throat> when we're talking about the five senses, it's weird to me that people do have the gift of sight and they look in the mirror on their way out the front door and say, "Yep, this is what I'm going with, world. <laughs> Check this out." Like Maurice today. Look at him wearing a kale shirt. That was his choice. It's a vegan. Didn't happen. Hell he made yeah, that I'm choice. Vegan. I love it. <laughs> I'm trying to, you know, Maurice, change the world. You are. Maurice promoting his uh, new lifestyle, his vegan That's right. lifestyle. That's good. It's, it's, not, it's, it's, not a, uh, it's not a diet. It's a lifestyle. A lot of people doing it now. Andrew Kimball on Twitter asks, who will be the defensive rookie of the year and who will be the offensive rookie of the year? Uh, Maurice, I'll start with you. Take your pick, offense or defense. <sighs> Offense, I'm gonna have to say uh, we we talked about this. Give me, uh, by the way, Emma VP or Spaghetti, anybody behind the glass there? Shout out some names so we don't uh, forget. Well, no, anyone. offense, I'm gonna say Alvin Kamara. Yeah, I think he's kind of taken over the reins because hmm. Kareem Hunt had some bad couple games right before the bye, and so this last one is like new and fresh in everyone's mind where he's playing the backup role. But I mean, they're splitting carries and he's tearing teams up. Uh, and then really, there's like offensively, I mean, obviously it would have been Deshaun Watson. That's the thing. Up. It's like yeah. it's uh, the way that he performed at the beginning of the year. Before that, Dalvin yeah. Cook and Leonard Fournette's been quiet too. Yeah. But I, I think that if, if in fact, if it was they today. soar the way I, I, I think the Jaguars are, look at their schedule and then tell me that they ain't going to the playoffs or that they are not a legitimate threat. Certainly, if the tight, you know, by the way, Thursday night, a huge seedings game in the AFC. Titans I mean, at we Pittsburgh. Need yeah. We well, yeah, one way or the other. But it, it, by the way, as a side note, the Jags and Titans both appear to be almost certainly going to the postseason. You know, I mean, if you look at it realistically, who's jumping over them? The Bills, after what you saw the Saints do to them, do you buy in that team anymore? I think anymore? the Bills uh, are still in the wild card because there's so many teams that are right. But do you yeah. buy that that yeah. team can, can hold on to that, looking like they have? No, I don't. But I like I love this year so much and I hate it so much all at the same time. Like I'm so conflicted because of all of the injuries and the way that it's sort of shaped the playoff picture. But also it's way more exciting because there's so many teams that weren't supposed to be good that are so good yeah, right new, now. New, new teams. Here's the Fresh blood. one. What about Ryan Ramchick? I don't know anything about oh. the offensive line play, but if they're running the ball like that, uh, no matter who you hand the ball off to. Yeah, I, I mean, it won't happen. Filling in for Teron Armstead at the beginning be a, of the season. Yeah, He's I'm played at guard a, and tackle, yeah. Ramchick. Who's the uh, defensive rookie of the year? Who, who's on defense? I don't know. Marshawn Lattimore. Ooh, oh, that's yeah, that's a good one. That's Tredavious one. White, maybe? No, Lattimore's the one. La- Lattimore is going to win it, I he, think. He shut down Mike Evans. He shut yeah. down. I mean, Steeler so, fan MVP shouts out TJ Watt. Mike Evans Watt. tried to shut him down. Yeah, Mike Evans tried to end him. 
TJ Watt hasn't made a play since week three. Oh, stop yeah. it. That's real. Oh, yes. Jamal Adams, MVP comes Ooh. up. Jamal Adams is a good one, too. But I still think Marshawn Lattimore because he's he literally, because of him, mm-hmm. you can, like, look at that defense last year, and because of him, literally they're, they're better because what they are able to do, what he's able to do on number one wide receivers. Yeah. Next question comes to us from uh, – how do you categorize him, MVP? Or actually, better yet, uh, Colleen the Wolf. Do you know Ryan Cabrera? Uh, baseball Ryan Cabrera? Or the – the? Oh, that's... isn't he the filmmaker? or so, uh, He's in a band or something, right? I'm totally embarrassing myself. Is that what's happening right no, now? No, you're embarrassing Ryan Cabrera. I know football. I don't know MVP. anything else. MVP or Eddie Spaghetti? Tell us about who uh, – tell us about his uh, bona fides. He is a singer-songwriter. Ah, he's the one that was in the uh, Peyton Manning commercial. Is the wolf so old that she what, did she miss that window? <laughs> no. Emma VP, were you I a Cabrera really guy? Uh, no, not a Cabrera gal. Eddie, big fan though. Eddie Spaghetti behind the glass. Who's who's big who's big that? fan? Who is this guy? What's his sound? Well, uh, the Spaghetti. How song? would you define his sound? So like Actually, Spaghetti acoustic? did. A- Spaghetti did a hard-hitting interview with Ryan Cabrera oh. that we'll play in full for you later. It's currently available on social media. I did, yeah. He was a, it was a uh, great guy. Uh, I was not a, I'm not a huge fan of pop music, so that's I, what he is. Pop music, oh. international pop star, yeah. But I do remember his stuff playing on the radio as a kid. Like what? what? Like what's one? Uh, I think it's called "All the Way Down." Is "On the Way Down"? Sorry, "On the Way Down" is his big hit. How's it go? I don't know it. Erica Tamposi was singing it. I'd like us. to hear you try to sing yeah, it please. without knowing I, the tune. Just make it up then. I think it's like on the way down, and then it's like the rest. That's like the, no, no, that's not how it goes. Not on the way down. That's the rest. That's not the song. Go ahead and try. Oh, it. I know who you're talking about. I think you know. It, yeah, is it sort of like a little bit alternative, like yes. alternative pop? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Because spaghetti, try to sing it again, please. I I really don't. Well, make up a song called "On the Way Down." On the way down. I saw you, and you see me from myself, and won't forget. <laughs> it's too long for it to, my melody to go. I, I don't know it enough. Please continue. I'll learn. I'm no cheetah, but I'll try to meet you in the – I don't – something like that? Uh, probably. Better than me. Raise your roots aligning <laughs> is number one dude on the blue line. All right, sit. So that's Ryan Cabrera. I'm, I'm that was terrible. I'm disgusted with, with your – your effort. I know. That's that's what disappoints it's, me. It's as never well. about the, the, the You need result. to read it's Maurice's the, book. Process. You got to buy in. Yeah, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm about to publish this thing, too. The, Y'all going to be sick when I do it. <laughs> the, the truth I is truth. I just didn't want to embarrass myself because uh, me and Ryan kind of hit it off, and I didn't want to offend him by singing the song improperly. Are you kidding me? It's all right. You got a yes and is everything. That, is that is that what you go with? Yes. That's, that's how you go that's to? Final answer. I know the Rangers ain't going nowhere then <laughs> with that type of effort. That's right. Well, it's He's good wearing enough. a Rangers hat. Good enough. That's what that's what Eddie well, Spaghetti and his ah. Rangers are like. Yeah, they, they no effort. By the and way, they make excuses. While we have Spaghetti on the microphone, let's ask him this. Uh, do you or do you agree with ownership's decision on your uh, beloved Giants to to say like, yeah, well, listen, uh. we got to keep uh, Ben McAdoo. You ever seen? Have you? What's the movie? What's the movie? Uh, where the guy, like, it's three guys. It's an old... Um, three men and a baby? Three guys. It's not It's not that. It's a, It's like a, a mob movie. Lethal Weapon 2. No. Because well, then they, they have Pesci they, in the back seat. And he kisses the guy. Godfather? They, it was in the, really? It could be the Godfather. And then, like, he goes in the room, and then there's no one in there, and bow. Oh, Goodfellas. Goodfellas. Ah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Not he, Godfather. He just got the kiss of death. Yeah, he's yeah, gone. It's, it's uh, there's nothing we can do about it. It's, we gave him. We, we're giving him our full support. That means if he can't turn this thing around, we're giving him everything he can. Mm-hmm. 
All right, brother. It's been yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. Yeah, hey, uh, Coach uh, Coach McAdoo, go ahead in there. No, right in there. We, we got a we got a prize for you for the seat. <laughs> the pit of misery. <laughs> dilly dilly. Do you think Spaghetti that Eli Manning is the quarterback of the New York Giants in 2018? Yes. Do you? I do. Interesting. How say you, what, Maurice? What, 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 do you, what do you say? He says yes. He thinks Eli's still the quarterback there. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not Eli. He's fault. not going anywhere. I don't this, think. this is what you agree is, to. The yeah. you know what I tell people? Tom Coughlin wanted a certain type of locker room, right? And that locker room, they have a lot of personality similar to the Jacks, but they have rules and rules that are in place where if you break them, if you bend them, if you touch the rules, you get fined like that. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Where McAdoo comes in and he tries to do something a little different, and then all of a sudden it falls apart. And when you have guys like that and you don't have rules and you start suspending players, you've never seen Tom Coughlin ever suspend a player, mm-hmm. ever. You'll never see it. He'll just find you. And he'll tell you, look, double next time. That's what Victor Cruz said. I mean, he was yeah. like, when, whenever anybody came into a meeting late, I mean, he wouldn't even blow up their spot. He would be no. like, you know, good morning. And then they'd go back to their locker and they'd, there would be a, spy, a fine yeah. there. Like, he's, he's, he's real simple because he understands what it takes to win. And he, he sets a standard and expectation. There was no standard expectation when Ben McAdoo came in because he's taking over what Tom did. And he's kind of tried to loosen up the reins a little bit and boom. Do you uh, – because we talked yeah. about this a week ago with Ike. Uh, Bert Breer, our old pal now over there at uh, at SI, said that this all goes back to uh, Odell Beck – letting Odell Beckham do stuff. Are you – it seems like you're almost no. supporting that. No, no, it has nothing – like, he Odell Beckham did the same thing with Tom Coughlin, and they were fine. Some people – this is what I've come to realize. Some people aren't head coaches, right? Mm-hmm. A head coach has to be personable. You have to be able to talk to people, deal with different personalities. That was Chip Kelly's problem. Yeah, that, that was, that's a lot of people's problem in this league. When you can't sit down and talk and have conversations with guys because you're so into the football and you, you know, and then all of a sudden, you know, the first uh, time, like, so you don't suspend. And this is the other thing. You don't suspend Odell Beckham, but then you suspend uh, Janoris DRC, Jenkins. Janoris and, Jenkins. Yeah. That's going to separate your locker room immediately. Hmm. I, I mean, I'm, that's the first thing that does it. If you're going to treat – you know, and or if you you have to set that standard, uh, we were talking. Yeah, Jimmy Johnson did that. Yeah, if you're an A player, you you get a little bit, uh, you get some passes. Right. But if you're a B player, no, you get nothing. You get nothing. And if you're a C player, so you're the open requirement the is is that you say that up front. In hey, listen, beginning. if you're a key to this team, you can do as you please. Show up. If you don't, if you're not, interesting. Wow. All right, let's get to back to the it then. Here's what Ryan Cabrera wants to know. You're stuck on an island. You got three songs to take with you just to listen to over and over on repeat. What are your three songs? It's going to tell me a lot about you. So Whoa. choose wisely. That's heavy stuff. Look I'm at that to... head of hair. I was, was going by the way. I I didn't even I didn't even hear the the question. <laughs> You're just looking at the wave <laughs> on was, top of his head. I was head. like that that there reminds me of Jimmy Neutron. <laughs> Can we go back and play it again? I'd like to see Maurice with that head of hair. I wonder who would wear that head of hair best, me, the wolf, or Maurice. Look at that thing. Yo, my hair was that short at one point. Was it? You, yeah. had, a, you had a little a rooster? I, I cut all my hair off. Move over, Bieber. That thing's a, mm-hmm. That thing is nice. That's cartoonishly big. I couldn't it is. make that. I wonder, can he, does he wake up like that, or does it take time to get it done? Can I tell it's you It's probably something? really flat. If I could dig up the photos, I uh, when I was about – 18 to 21 ish boy I had a one I could uh the front I didn't have long hair in the back but I did have that very 80s kind of really kind of bushy on top mullet no not a mullet mullet first mullet no yeah yeah I had a long hair like I had saying how'd you style it I was very handsome 
I, uh, you know, like kind of like. Let's talk about how handsome you were. Well, I was nice looking, (laughs) ruggedly so. I would never call myself a pretty boy. Cut his mic. Edelman. (laughs) Were you more of a Julian Edelman rugged, or were you more of a Edelman counts as rugged? (laughs) I mean, with the beard and the mustache, he has a little. He tries to be rugged. I'm like, as I've said before, I I embody the. the, I've got a lot of the uh, reckless kind of. Unchecked sexuality of uh, Brando <laughs> in Streetcar, you know, like I, that's what I, I don't got know. That. I've got know. that. Who's like, that? look out, Stanley Kowalski, you know. Who's that? Streetcar Named Desire. So the songs that not- uh, yeah, right. He's anyway, wrong. the songs. Uh, look out, not to be, not to be uh, trifled with. Three songs that I okay. If I was on an island, okay, I got. I mean, to be honest, I, I don't. I mean, you'd have to give me a little closer to my dreams by Guaple. That's always a good one. Okay. For the rest of your life, this is one of your songs. That's what because that, that, that song there just it just kind of sets the mood. Because I'm there, I ain't going nowhere. So okay. you know, hopefully, I got somebody with me. We can get a mood right. set or something. You know, um, if I want to get the party started, uh, well, the answer is yes. Oh, obviously, right? yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm more in this mellow. I was just talking. Yeah. So I'm more mellow now, you know, so mm. I think I'd have to go with a Drake song, probably a Drake song called 4, 4 p.m. in Calabasas. Is a, oh. It's a great one. Uh, get that in there. And then uh, to remind me of my kids, I'm going to have to go with uh, uh, it's, it's by 2 Chains and Gucci. It's called To remind you Chains. of your kids and you can't <laughs> remember it. It was, it was going <laughs> in a really sweet direction. <laughs> You remind me of my children, my beloved. Two chains. Yeah, two, two chains and Gucci called Good Drink. That would have set me good. So, let's see. I would go beautiful with. Beautiful homage to you. That's your amazing. Children. My children, they love that song. There's. um. Or Bank Account by oh, 21 Savage. That's a good <laughs> one. one. That would be that, great. That would give me like really Savage. too turned up though. Yeah. See, I think I'd have to go with. You know what? I'm going to go with a Meek Mill song oh, just because of, free you know free what? Meek, free Meek Mill. Free Meek Mill. It's ridiculous what's going on. Uh, so let's maybe a little Blue Notes. Uh, okay. Do that. Um, I like his 1942, though. Oh, That's man. a great one. I love Meek Mill. I, like Meek Mill, I love Common. I love The Roots. Common. Like it would have to be some most deaf maybe, like something Ooh, in there. Be careful. Miss Fat Booty maybe. I don't know. All right. Uh-oh. So Beef. that would be one. And then. I never felt squarer. I love. Uh, Colleen, opened my eyes. Apparently. A different side. There's this uh, song called Foreplay by Jalen Santoy. I played I, it on the I, set a uh, couple weeks ago. I thought it was ago. by R. Kelly. No, it's not. <laughs> That's a good one. Foreplay, 12 play. And my third one would be 1977 by Anna Tijo. She's a Mexican rapper, and it's awesome. Oh. This is for the rest of your life now. Yes. I listen to it all the time, and it's been years. The song that my kids uh, and I love listening to, they, they have all their songs that they have. They have their own Spotify uh, oh, playlist on, in my car. We'll, I'll put, put, our, put our songs on. We got to listen to, you know, it's a lot of tween, the, you know, teen pop kind of stuff that they like, but they love the song. They think it's very funny. Um, uh, I used to love her by Guns N' Roses. You know, I used to love her, but I had to kill her. They think that's very funny, but that's not making my list. I just wanted to point that out. Um, Shout out Cardi B, too. Oh! You gotta put Cardi B on there. Here's my old I know, I know almost every word to that song. Everybody, I think every female <laughs> male in this world knows every word. So good. Old white man list. Begins here, Tuesday's Gone by Leonard Skinner, I think. Yeah, that's dead. You're not going with Bodak Yellow? <laughs> yeah, you're not going to go with the Bodak Cardi B? 
I think that Bank perhaps account? the greatest song ever recorded, or at least uh, recorded uh, in the last uh, 60, 70 years, Blackbird by the Beatles. No. Not a good one? Not at all. I, I, I don't even maybe know. Not at all. Re- you need to put not Rihanna all. in there. Put some Rihanna on that thing. I feel embarrassed. I have nothing good if, here. I, you know what, if I'm how about Warren G? Regulators. How about Kicked in the oh. Sun? <laughs> Built to Spills, Kicked in the Sun. I like that no. one. Perfect you might, you might as well, you're playing rock band on the island. We're not doing that. Uh-uh. Give me, give me. Torn and Frayed by uh, the Rolling Give Rosa Stone. Parks. Give me, give me the, oh, by Outkast. Yeah. Or give me the Chronic. Uh, oh. Give me the whole album. I'll I take, love that whole I'll album. I'll take the whole album, baby. <laughs> the game is not take the whole right. album. And why is everybody pumping fists back there? Because we're, we're, because they all know what we're talking about yeah. except for you. I know what you're all talking about. I know what you're all talking about. It's Dr. Dre. It's called The Chronic or The Chronic 2001. That one. I think, you know what? I think everybody behind the glass just told on themselves. I'm sending this tape to the commissioner immediately. Okay. (laughs) Drug test. Look at the Eddie Spaghetti gave me a a thumbs up. No, no, no. I'm with you, Dave. I'm with you. (laughs) Don't put my – look, look, he's nervous. He's nervous. I'm with you and Ryan Cabrera. Um, <laughs> all right, one more okay. in the Q&A, and I really like this uh, this question that arrived just this morning. Always drop us a line, uh, hashtag DDFP, right? That's the best way to get us the Q&A there, MOVP, just uh, DDFP. We'll track it down. This one comes from Andy Lemire, I think is his name. Which 80s QB would be the best in the NFL if they were to suit Ooh. up right now? You know, I, you know the names. I can. I mean, I can. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at them right now. Yeah. But uh, you know, you know what? I, I was. Uh, I was. Somehow they left Marino off this list. But well, he right. ain't. He ain't. He ain't win no Super Bowl. Maybe he would now, though. Who's board. Sims? Which one's Sims? Phil. Phil. Oh, Phil, Phil Sims. Sims. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't realize how they spelled his last name. It's not. That. It's S I M M S. That's what I thought. You see, I was wrong. Um, Steve Young. I think he's the last left-handed QB to play in the league ever. Right. Or no, no, his son, Sims' son, right? Was he left-handed? Chris too? Sims, yeah. yeah, he was. Like they, they don't last long. He Why was, is that? They I don't do know. Right, but, but think about that. It's that weird. Is weird. Mike Vick. Mike Vick was fine for yeah, but a that was like we just named three quarterbacks in forty. He also had a little bit of a break too. And he also I was like four four three speed. I mean, man, he was so good. I'm just saying, like it's not like left. I don't. I don't know if I could just say a left-handed. So I'm gonna just scratch Steve Young off. And he went. He played for the Niners, so he's off. Um, <laughs> I mean. Technically, 80s QB, Joe Montana. But I don't know how good Joe Montana – I don't know that Joe yeah. Montana necessarily – Is he – because people are trying to say he's Alex Smith. Like, well, Alex more and more yeah. people uh, – there are a lot of offenses that favor the – I mean, the way the Patriots What's play. Randall is Cunningham? He's not they don't push That's the ball. That's what I was going to – I was in my head. Like, I'm like, I would say Randall Cunningham would, be, oh. would fit this. Wouldn't he be great? He'd be the perfect quarterback in the spread-like system with the read option and mm. throwing the ball in that athletic Somebody would break him, though. Yeah, but he doesn't. He didn't really get. He played when the the game was at his roughest. Yeah, right. And he really didn't get mm. hit like that. Can I just say because Randall Cunningham in that Kelly green uniform is like one of that's that was like my childhood. I don't understand why they don't that do and Bodak th- yellow. That and Bodak yellow. I don't know why they don't do throwback uniforms Are on you- Thursdays. Instead of color this rush, has been suggested by throwback number. Thursday, and then do color rush on Monday. The Czech Republic throwback, has, throwback has thrown Thursdays. this out. I well, love that. I think that would be tremendous. But who has who? But not everyone has throwbacks, though, right? There's, I mean, most well, teams, I think do. Most teams you could, do now. You yeah. could do it from any era. I mean, even if it was just like something that was recent. But I mean, like think about all the like the Broncos the and Panthers think about have the never Patriots. Their getups, but your your Jags have. Oh, we got all time. We got it. Whatever you, if you want it, we got it. Yeah, I mean, they came out with the teal. Not one good one kill. either. Man, you crazy? That teal goes crazy, and that black on black. Tell me the black on black. 
when we used to beat Pittsburgh all the time. That's a cheat. Okay. That's a, it's a cheat. Anybody could do that. What, who wouldn't? If, of course it looks fine. This is the my black this is one of my – The yeah. till shirts were uh, arguably the better – the till tops were you know what? the better one. Is if that I like, had to is choose – Is that 90s that's... or early aughts? Like is that – What? The, the, the That, the, that oh. color scheme. No, they, they, we did it a lot in 2006. Yeah, but let me just tell you, no offense, Maurice, you and everybody else in that uniform, with the black satin finish pants with the <laughs> that run into the black socks, a little jazzercise-y looking. I don't, <laughs> hmm? I don't know what you're talking about. All right, well, look up, look up uh, go watch an episode of Fame. Are you, then, are, uh, you a, <laughs> are you a fan of the Bumblebee uniforms? I love them. And which, what, what, what Packer uniform would you call their throwback? Mm. I like their. Uh, I, I'm, I'm not in love with that navy one they wear with the, with, like, the I love khaki that one. pants. Yeah. I, that that to me that's throwback. Like that's that's what it used. Because remember, we they don't used, have to throw it that far. Back. It was like leather helmets all the yeah. time. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what they used to wear, right? They used to wear because they, they didn't back in the day. They wore like what do they call it, knickerbockers. Mm-hmm. Is that what they wore? Yeah. And then they had just like regular shirts. That's what that you know that to me is a throwback. Do Steagles. So. So Randall Cunningham, I, that's, that's a I, great that's answer. Yeah, yeah, that's – I mean, that would be – that's the one. You know who'd be one. a good NFL quarterback right now if you dropped him into the league? Warren Moon. You know what, yeah. though? This name a list. Obviously, we're cherry-picking the best guys from the decade, but John Elway would not struggle in the NFL right now if we dropped uh, him into I don't know. Depends on where he'd be. Yeah. Really? What team do you think Randall? Cunningham well, would I mean, be it's best? a fair he point can play because for everybody he can do all. He can play every scheme. You could do the the Denver Broncos old Shanahan, you know, play action pass bootleg uh-huh. scheme. He could do Tom Brady stand there because we've seen him stand in the pocket. That's true. He can dunk. He could do the read option with Cam. I mean, he can do literally everybody's offense. You can even do the Jags offense. You just turn around and hand the rock off. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like that. That's the easiest one, right? Yeah. But. I just think those he he's fit he can fit everyone's scheme. Who would be the at. best quarterback in 2017 if you sent him back to the 80s? Who would be the QB? Oh. Cam Newton. Cam Newton. No, no, no. I think that's an interesting. No. I mean Brady. No, no, no. You got to be you got to be mobile back. <laughs> he there. better be. Yeah, and Tom Brady be, yeah, better yeah, yeah, be. Yeah, yeah, you better yeah. drop him into a Bill Walsh team because not Deshaun everybody. Sean Watson. Was, mm, it has to be a bigger quarterback. Russell. Oh, Carson Wentz. Like that, big, big like yeah. guys that can take hits. I mean, the best in- quarterback of all time is Aaron Rodgers. Let's not forget about twelve because he's uh, he's on the IR. If he's, I mean, if he ain't playing right now. No disrespect, Ar. I love you, but you know, <laughs> when you ain't on the field, we can't. The quarterback for the Packers is who? Brett Hundley. That's Why are you the, making the you? That's the real you. You don't spell Miami with a U. <laughs> yeah, I forgot. <laughs> I forgot. LA. Let's go. All right. One more question for us. You okay. know. The pie off. <laughs> oh my be God. unveiled. Pie off six coming at you one week from today. I'm going to miss is, it. I'm so upset. Is it, so is it upset. on Tuesday? It's coming. Yeah. It's next, uh, it's next week. One week from today. You will have it for your consumption. Next Wednesday. Oh, the day before Thanksgiving. It's next Wednesday. Uh, yeah. Man, y'all trip my grandma. I can't fly her down and then fly her back. If you wanted to oh, be a champion, you Thursday. could. Man. Well, all right, listen. What uh, it's gonna be gangbusters as always. We have a question here from the aforementioned Oakland Raider, TJ Carey. With pie off coming up, tell me what's your favorite pie. Oh, I love that hat. Look though. at Ike yeah. in the background. Yeah, I know, dude. He was styling. He just saw his shoes. Yeah, I know the height. The the hat was strong. Oh my god. I've never been like a a pie guy per se. I'm a chicken pot pie person. Like I that, love uh, chicken pot. You can pie. make a savory pie. That's fine. I brought one last year. Mm-hmm. 
That's not no. In the microwave. <laughs> that was the year before. That was a garbage move by the wolf. I ate all. It's of a it. pie. It, that was the first pie to go. Yeah. So let me just say this about saying pie people's off, choice because people like to be very competitive about the pie off. Some people, other people, understand the true spirit of it. Six years ago, was let's uh, create an excuse to get as many pies in one place as possible and then eat those pies. Yeah. Well, what happened is you, it doesn't matter who literally wins. Who wins all of us two years in a row. <laughs> what you you've robbed uh, Mark is took two years. Oh yeah. He's made, is took is a hard luck loser. I mean, his I mean, pies have been amazing. I'm talking about the effort that he puts in, like the little details that he does. <laughs> I know he made a football pie. Like and he just like he the, might care the most about pie off. It's not a referendum on the person. It's it just is. on the pie. That's all it's about. Well, People think it has with to do with stuff. other stuff. The blue ribbon panel one has made mistakes. You made a bunch. Because I don't know how Hans, Hans is, just has a chance. I know his mother-in-law and his mom and yeah. his wife do it, and that's awesome. But you can't let them guilt you into winning. Cause that's what guilt me do. into it. Well, he does try to guilt you <laughs> into a victory. In Pie Off 3, his mother-in-law did overnight a pie from Texas to my hand, so it was wow. ready to go. I mean, See what I'm saying? Like, that's I guilt. mean, that, that is guilt. effort, though. That like, effort. That's points for effort. No, it's not. That's called guilt. Because what if the pie didn't taste good? I'm not saying it because I tasted the last it's one. It took like it the Michelle good. Kwan of pie off. Like he just never, he made never three. wins. And he's always like so good. He the made Susan three Lucci. pies. The one that the, the sad <laughs> one was Lucci. two years ago. He made something from Fuku Gubu, Fuku something, uh, famous restaurant in Momofuku. Oh. In uh, New York City. He made this chocolate uh, pie that was extraordinary. The Brew Ribbon panel gave it to Deeker. And then, like, 20 minutes later, the Blue Room panel realized it made a mistake. But you can't go back, you know? Yeah. You can't go Uh-oh. back. Can't live life in the rearview mirror. No. Best pie, away. the wolf, chicken pot pie. Chicken pot pie. If I just – if you just said, I'm not going to give you a taste test, I'm gonna, you just – that's the only pie you can ever eat. If the standard is you can't order any other pie, if you're at a, a holiday thing and they're, like, a bunch of pies, the only one you can eat is the one you name here, I would say pecan pie. Really? Yeah. I'm disgusted with you. That's the one. That I'm just saying if I year. can only eat one pie for the rest of my life. I mean, if people people should just make pecan pies then for you. I feel like it was pumpkin pie. I don't like the fact that my list of, mud of songs got just basically dismissed. I don't Everybody's cheering Maurice Jones Drew. Oh, we're woo, cheering. Woo, we're cheering. We love the chronic, everybody, but not. But Dave <laughs> makes a couple of nice songs. Free Meek Mill. Yes. Free Meek. All right. Do it. You got to say that so the people can chant it. Free Free Meek Mill. Mill. Free Free Meek Mill. Mill. Free Free Meek Mill. Mill. That's right. Cardi B, you still on top of the charts, girl. I can't believe it. That's She be in and out them banks so much. They know she's, what is it? They know. I don't know. I don't know. Go ahead. It's I be in and out them banks so much. I know they tired of me. Honestly, (laughs) don't. Yeah, it's going to get going. You better hurry up and close it. Uh-oh. Let's get out of here. All right. All right. I'm going to raise the roof. Whoop, there it is, right? That's oh what God. we're talking about? <laughs> How about salt I and pepper? <laughs> <laughs> hey, we'll be back uh, later oh in the week. In the meantime, thanks so much, football fans. That's amazing. <laughs> and kale fans. <laughs> it's been a thin slice of heaven. I'm vegan, y'all. Kale. <laughs> You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish spring, your day immediately gets better. 
That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.